0: All right, everybody. Welcome again to Epic Adventures. This is episode 64. This is Coach Arnie, and um, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to Google me at um, Arnie Fonseca Jr. Don't forget to look me up on social media, uh, Real Coach Arnie on TikTok, Twitter. uh, Arnie Fonseca Jr. on LinkedIn and Facebook. Coach Arnie F. on um, Instagram. and um, Or you can give me a call. Text me, 602 390 Would love to hear from you uh, as well. Um, all right. In this episode, and over the next... Oh, week or so, I'm going to be covering some, some topic as I get ready to head to the canyon again and we're going to be taking some new people again and um, one of the things that I'm going to be v- doing myself is visualizing the experience for the other person. Uh, especially if the other person hasn't done it. You know, What I, well, when I first did it, I had no clue what I was doing because I uh, I don't even know if I did any YouTube back then. I may have, but I was reading things that I could read. Um, I've done YouTube since on other things, but um wasn't quite sure what I was getting into. Um, the kind of interesting thing, the more I do it, and I believe this is going to be my 10th, uh, R3 double crossing, uh, is that every time that I do it, it it seems to get shorter. And that's a good thing because I'm becoming more aware of the trail, the benchmarks, the, um, different aspects of the trail, you know, different parts of South Kaibab, uh, different parts along the way of the box, and as I do that, I, I make mental notes to myself as I'm following along with the uh, GPS, as good as possible, to get better ideas on where things are, and that that does help. The more you are familiar with any trail, I mean, think about your surroundings uh, on your way to work or school or wherever you might be, obviously... I mean there are some people that literally drive to work and don't even know they drove to work they don't, they don't remember going through certain stop signs, stop lights um, it, because it comes, becomes automatic and that's where I'm hoping that the canyon becomes for me it, but at the same time I can always slow it down to enjoy it and to help other people enjoy it as well uh, and that's what my goal is this time is to keep a schedule and then keep track of the individuals and then make sure to point out certain aspects of the adventure so that it can be memorable. I mean, what the heck? Why, why do it if it's not going to be memorable? I mean, that's one thing to challenge yourself physically, but you got to get there first. got to get there first. And too many people try to do that on the first time And it becomes not memorable and it becomes a nightmare. The canyon will eat you up if you don't respect it. Let me repeat that. For all you um, uh, very good runners, much better than I am, that go down and try to challenge the canyon the first time out of the box. And you might do great. You know, good for you. But many times than not, you don't and the canyon surprises you uh many people are surprised by the heat the change in temperatures and climate going from the south rim to phantom ranch through the box uh, up to the north rim and you, and you run into different climates all along the way and if you're not ready for it it can catch you off guard and just different things um so being aware of that is helpful, uh, and then just being, and then being realistic with yourself, you know, and trying to. What I want to talk about tonight is, is visualization. Um. My job as a guide, as a coach, uh, especially on the next couple of trips that I'm going to be doing, is to visualize the adventure for the p- people, because they haven't done it yet. So I have to visualize it. It's not me, per se, going through the canyon at some kind of uh, uh, fast clip. It's me going through the canyon at a a pace that's relevant to the individual that I'm with. I have to be realistic in that way. Now, if you're somebody who is attempting to do something, uh, maybe a personal best, you have to be realistic with yourself Um, too many people get themselves in trouble because they set unrealistic goals and then they panic when they get behind because you can't get behind things happen in the Grand Canyon it's a big place and trying to catch up can be a nightmare I don't know how many times I've told people that slowing down Slowing down will many times allow you to go faster. Let me explain it one more time. If I'm going uphill or I'm going on a relatively flat surface by shaving off 30 seconds or a minute slower per mile, think about it, across the box of the Grand Canyon from Phantom Ranch to Manzanita or Pump House, It's nine miles. So if I go one minute slower per mile, that's nine minutes, less than 10 minutes. Let's just call it 10 minutes. So that 10 minutes, that 10 minutes could save me 15 minutes going up the North Rim or a half an hour if I'm a little more fresh hitting the North Rim. But if I go too fast. Let's say I go a minute faster than I thought. So to make up 10 minutes, I could lose an hour on the north rim because I'm fatigued or have to rest the the 15 to 10 minutes I made up, I have to rest because I'm fatigued. Get the picture? I mean, it's strategy. It's also ego it's also planning but these things do make a difference and so when you're doing your visualization of what you're attempting to do and that's for the people that have done it that's for the people that have done it once you can't do that until you get into the canyon and experience it and the first time should be an experience it should be an experience not some record most people that try to go down there and try to crush it the first time never come back. They never come back, which is too bad. Which is too bad because they don't get to experience it. And that's okay. Believe me, there's plenty of people down there. <laughs> there's plenty of people that come to the canyon. And, um, but I want you to visualize something that's realistic. I want you to look at maps. I want you to study um, elevation change. I want you to look at the weather report. All these things make a difference. I want you to be on top of your nutrition, be your hydration. All these things affect how you're going to do the canyon. And, and, And if you take your time, if you plan correctly, if you visualize in an honest way You'll have an opportunity to have a great experience. You might even have a great day time wise. I don't know. But I know this. I know this. You won't be disappointed in yourself if you're realistic. Look, that stuff happens. I've been down there when there was a thunderst I mean a rainstorm coming back from the north rim. What if I had some kind of number in my head? Oh, you need to make it by this such. That would have been a disaster. Now come on. It's the wilderness. If you get down there and you find that it's hotter than you know what, you might have misjudged it. I'm sorry. It's going to throw you off. And, And if your ego can't handle that, then you're in trouble. You'll struggle. But you've got to Stay within yourself. You've got to be realistic. You gotta be kind to yourself. But at the same time, you gotta push yourself when you can and back off when you have to. And like I said earlier, maybe you have to go a little slower so that you can be a little faster. The goal is, the goal is let's see if we can get you to Phantom Ranch on your way back from the North Rim, with a little energy in the tank, a little juice in the tank, like I used to like to say. If you got a little juice in the tank, there's a good chance that you can finish strong with some energy. And that's all you want. And whatever the time is, it is. Don't worry about it. No one cares anyways. promise you. Unless you're Jim Wamsley or some Coconino cowboy, it's not going to matter. It really won't. Alright guys, this is Coach Arnie, episode 64 of Epic Adventures. We're talking visualization, we're talking getting ready to do the Grand Canyon, rim to rim to rim. Love you guys, I'll talk to you later. Alright everybody, this is Coach Arnie, this is Epic Adventures, this is episode 65 And um, don't forget to follow me on social media, TikTok, Twitter, Uh, Real Coach Arnie, Arnie Fonseca Jr., uh, LinkedIn and Facebook, uh, Coach Arnie F. on Instagram. You can um, call or text me, 602-390-9144. You can Google me, Arnie Fonseca Jr. And, um, yeah, we'd love to talk to you guys. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Don't forget to share with others. And, um, okay, we're getting close to another uh, Grand Canyon adventure. Coming up, coming up. And, um, but I want to share with you a thought on this show about The journey, the journey. You know, uh, I think we get wound up, and I've done shows on, you know, various, various uh, variations of this concept, but it's really about the journey. I mean, look, when I, when I finish with somebody at the canyon, or when I finish myself, I'm doing a solo. The first thing I want to hear from somebody is, "What are we going to do next? When are we going again? You know, what can I? What did I learn from that? How can I make it better? How can I? I want to see that again. I mean, I want, I want to hear excitement. I mean, of course, you're going to be tired. You might be exhausted, and um, but within, within a reasonable amount of time, you're going to want to do it again. That's a successful journey that means you enjoyed the journey to get there because it's not about just showing up when you make a commitment to doing something like that doing the Grand Canyon it's about what you have to do to get there I was talking to somebody today and they're talking about having a um, someone that they love and respect want to do the canyon well uh if you prepare properly, yeah. If you don't, 50 miles is 50 miles. And what I can't risk sometimes is letting someone else's aspiration ruin somebody else's dream. It's just too much. It's too much and... I have to honor whoever chooses to embrace the journey to get there. And it's not just a bucket list. Yeah, a bucket list checkoff is part of it. But I want you to expand the bucket list. I want you to say, "What's what are we doing next? How can I make it better? Let's do it again. And if you're not doing that, then... Mm, you may not be the right candidate as well because yeah it's one thing to sacrifice to prepare because you're going to sacrifice time money and uh, effort but if all that comes at a cost that doesn't allow you to appreciate what you're about to take on, what you're about to experience, then it might not be the best thing for you. Because when you invest in yourself, when you do something great, and you can look back, and the journey is actually bigger than the event, then you're going to do well. When you put in time effort sacrifice suffering when you've done all those things you're going to have a great adventure you know why? because it doesn't matter what's going to happen it doesn't matter because the event is not the adventure of course we all want to have a great event that's not. That's a non-issue but if you don't you look back and you say look what I did look at all the things so you're going to turn that around instead of saying oh my god look at look what I did and sacrifice for and it was such a disaster no stuff happens stuff happens what you did to prepare was not a disaster unless you didn't prepare correctly that's another issue It's another issue but that's something else but you prepared correctly you did what you could and it just didn't work out that's okay what'd you learn what can you do better how can you make it better those are the things that those are the things that make my day those are the things that I want to know Because those are the things that make you remember. Those are the things that make the adventure memorable. Remember, this is about creating an epic adventure. This is not a walk in the park. You know, you may not even remember you took the walk in the park. You know, I went for a bike ride earlier today. I had 15 minutes another topic about little things but 15 minutes kind of scooted around the neighborhood a few times to walk in a park was it memorable yeah, maybe maybe from the from a fitness standpoint or from a stress release standpoint but it wasn't epic Because anybody could do it. If you had a bike. Didn't time it. Just did it. But when you make a commitment to yourself. And to others. To do one of the seven wonders of the world. And you do all you can do. It's going to be epic. based on your expectations. It could it could be more than memorable. But if your expectations are to embrace it, enjoy it, and learn from it, then it's going to be, no matter what happens. Because stuff happens. And I want you to appreciate that. And I want you to to love yourself no matter what and if you're listening to this now and you're getting ready to embark on a great adventure I hope you take it to heart and if you're listening to this after you've done something epic and it didn't work out for you I want you to take it to heart I want you to to come back I want you to learn I want you to appreciate the things that you did to be better you did that's the key that's what's going to make that's what's going to pull you back see that's what's going to pull you back But if all your expectations on the day stuff happens don't let that ruin your day let that help you to embrace your day so that you can continue to make your day memorable and epic. All I want you to remember is one thing. How do I feel when I step on that line and I start to embark on one of the greatest adventures adventures in the world? How do I feel at that moment? And then embrace that. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it, I promise you. When you cross the line at the end. You raise your hands up in the air. All I want to hear is, what's next? What's next? Because that's what you, that's what it really is all about. Alright guys, episode 65. Epic Adventures. It's Coach Arnie. Don't forget to subscribe. Share. And love to hear from you and some comments. Um, and I love you. Talk to you later. All right, everybody. Welcome again to Epic Adventures. This is episode 64. This is Coach Arnie. And um, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to Google me at, um, Arnie Fonseca Jr. Don't forget to look me up on social media, uh, real coach Arnie on TikTok, Twitter, uh, um, uh, Arnie Fonseca Jr. on LinkedIn and Facebook, coach Arnie F on, um, Instagram and, um, or you can give me a call, text me 602 390 nine one four four would love to hear from you uh as well um all right in this episode in over the next oh week or so i'm gonna be covering some some topic as i get ready to head to the canyon again and we're gonna be taking some new people again and um One of the things that I'm going to be doing myself is visualizing the experience for the other person, uh, especially if the other person hasn't done it. You know what I, well, when I first did it, I had no clue what I was doing because I, uh, I don't even know if I did any YouTube back then. I may have, but I was reading things that I could read Um, I've done YouTube since on other things, but, um, wasn't quite sure what I was getting into. Um, the kind of interesting thing, the more I do it, and I believe this is going to be my 10th, uh, R3 double crossing, uh, is that every time that I do it, it it seems to get shorter. And that's a good thing because I'm becoming more aware of the trail, The benchmarks, the um, different aspects of the trail, you know, different parts of South Kaibab, uh, different parts along the way of the box. And as I do that, I I make mental notes to myself as I'm following along with the uh, GPS as good as possible to get better ideas on where things are. And that, that does help. The more you are familiar with any trail, I mean, think about your surroundings uh, on your way to work or school or wherever you might be. Obviously, I mean, there are some people that literally drive to work and don't even know they drove to work. They don't, they don't remember going through certain stop signs, stop lights, um, it, because it comes, becomes automatic. And that's where I'm hoping that the canyon becomes for me but at the same time I can always slow it down to enjoy it and to help other people enjoy it as well Uh, and that's what my goal is this time is to keep a schedule and then keep track of the individuals and then make sure to point out certain aspects of the adventure so that it can be memorable. I mean, what the heck? Why why do it if it's not gonna be memorable? I mean, that's one thing to challenge yourself physically, but you gotta get there first. You gotta get there first. And too many people try to do that on the first time and it becomes not memorable and it becomes a nightmare. The canyon will eat you up if you don't respect it. Let me repeat that. For all you um, uh Very good runners, much better than I am, that go down and try to challenge the canyon the first time out of the box. And you might do great, you know, good for you. But many times than not, you don't. And the canyon surprises you. Uh, Many people are surprised by the heat, the change in temperatures and climate going from the south rim to phantom ranch through the box uh up to the north rim and you, and you run into different climates all along the way and if you're not ready for it it can catch you off guard and just different things um so being aware of that is helpful uh, and then just being and then being realistic with yourself you know and trying to what i want to talk about tonight is is visualization um my job as a guide, as a coach, uh, especially on the next couple of trips that I'm going to be doing, is to visualize the adventure for the p- people. Because they haven't done it yet. So I have to visualize it. It's not me, per se, going through the canyon at some kind of uh, uh, fast clip. It's me going through the canyon at a, at a, at a pace that's relevant to the individual that I'm with. I have to be realistic in that way. Now, if you're somebody who is attempting to do something, uh, maybe a personal best, you have to be realistic with yourself. Um, Too many people get themselves in trouble because they set unrealistic goals. And then they... Panic when they get behind. Because you can't get behind. Things happen in the Grand Canyon. It's a big place. And trying to catch up. Can be a nightmare. I don't know how many times I've told people. That. Slowing down. Slowing down. Will many times allow you to go faster. Let me explain it one more time. If I'm going uphill or I'm going on a relatively flat surface by shaving off 30 seconds or a minute slower per mile, think about it, across the box of the Grand Canyon from Phantom Ranch to Manzanita or Pump House, it's nine miles. So if I go one minute slower per mile, that's nine minutes, less than 10 minutes. Let's just call it 10 minutes. So that 10 minutes, that 10 minutes could save me 15 minutes going up the North Rim or a half an hour if I'm a little more fresh hitting the North Rim. But if I go too fast, let's say I go a minute faster than I thought. So to make up 10 minutes, I could lose an hour on the North Rim because I'm fatigued. Or have to rest. the, The 15 to 10 minutes I made up, I have to rest because I'm fatigued. Get the picture? I mean, it's strategy. It's also ego. It's also planning. But these things do make a difference. And so when you're doing your visualization... Of what you're attempting to do. And that's for the people that have done it. That's for the people that have done it. Once You you can't do that until you get into the canyon and experience it. And the first time should be an experience. It should be an experience, not some record. Most people that try to go down there and try to crush it the first time never come back. They never come back, which is too bad. Which is too bad because they don't get to experience it. And that's okay. Believe me, there's plenty of people down there. <laughs> there's plenty of people that come to the canyon. and um, But I want you to visualize something that's realistic. I want you to look at maps. I want you to study um, elevation change. I want you to look at the weather report. All these things make a difference. I want you to be on top of your nutrition, be your hydration. All these things affect how you're going to do the canyon. And, and, and if you take your time, if you plan correctly, if you visualize in an honest way, you'll have an opportunity to have a great experience. You might even have a great day time-wise. I don't know. But I know this. I know this. You won't be disappointed in yourself. If you're realistic, look that stuff happens. I've been down there when there was a thunder—I mean, a rainstorm coming back from the North Rim. What if I had some kind of number in my head? Oh, you need to make it by this. That would have been a disaster. Now, come on, you—it's the wilderness. If you get down there and you find that it's hotter, and you know what? You might have misjudged it. I'm sorry. It's going to throw you off. And, and and if your ego can't handle that, then you're in trouble. You'll struggle. But you've got to stay within yourself. You've got to be realistic. You've got to be kind to yourself. But at the same time, you got to push yourself when you can and back off when you have to. And like I said earlier, maybe you have to go a little slower so that you can be a little faster. The goal is, the goal is, let's see if we can get you to Phantom Ranch on your way back from the North Rim with a little energy in the tank, a little juice in the tank, like I used to like to say. If you got a little juice in the tank, there's a good chance You can finish strong with some energy. And that's all you want. And whatever the time is, it is. Don't worry about it. No one cares anyways. promise you. Unless you're Jim Wamsley or some Coconino Cowboy, it's not going to matter. It really won't. All right, guys. This is Coach Arnie. Episode 64 of Epic Adventures. We're talking visualization. We're talking getting ready to do the Grand Canyon. Rim to Rim to Rim. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later. All right, everybody. Welcome again to Epic Adventures. This is episode 64. This is Coach Arnie. And um, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to Google me, at um, Arnie Fonseca Jr. Don't forget to look me up on social media uh, real coach arnie on tiktok twitter uh, um uh, arnie Fonseca junior on linkedin and facebook coach arnie f on um instagram and um or you can give me a call text me 602-390-9144 would love to hear from you uh, as well. Um, all right. In this episode, and over the next oh week or so, I'm going to be covering some, some topic as I get ready to head to the canyon again. And we're going to be taking some new people again. And um, one of the things that I'm going to be doing myself is visualizing the experience for the other person uh especially if the other person hasn't done it you know what i well when i first did it i had no clue what i was doing because i uh i don't even know if i did any youtube back then i may have but i was reading things that i could read um i've done youtube since on other things but um wasn't quite sure what I was getting into. Um, the kind of interesting thing, the more I do it, and I believe this is going to be my 10th uh, R3 double crossing, uh, is that every time that I do it, it, it seems to get shorter. And that's a good thing because I'm be- becoming more aware of the trail, the benchmarks, the... Um, Different aspects of the trail, you know, different parts of South Kaibab, uh, different parts along the way of the box. And as I do that, I I make mental notes to myself as I'm following along with the uh, GPS, as good as possible, to get better ideas on where things are. And that, that does help. The more you are familiar with any trail, I mean, think about your surroundings uh, on your way to work or school or wherever you might be. Obviously, I mean, there are some people that literally drive to work and don't even know they drove to work. They don't, they don't remember going through certain stop signs, stop lights, um, it, because it comes, becomes automatic. And that's where I'm hoping that the canyon becomes for me. It, but at the same time, I can always slow it down. To enjoy it and to help other people enjoy it as well uh, and that's what my goal is this time is to keep a schedule and then keep track of the individuals and then make sure to point out certain aspects of the adventure so that it can be memorable i mean what the heck why why do it if it's not going to be memorable i mean Now, it's one thing to challenge yourself physically, but you got to get there first. got to get there first. And too many people try to do that on the first time, and it becomes not memorable, and it becomes a nightmare. The canyon will eat you up if you don't respect it. Let me repeat that. For all you um, uh, very good runners, much better than I am, that go down and try to challenge the canyon, the first time out of the box. And you might do great. But, you know, good for you. But many times than not, you don't. And the canyon surprises you. Uh, many people are surprised by the heat, the change in temperatures and climate. Going from the South Rim to Phantom Ranch through the box uh, up to the North Rim. And you, and you run into different climates all along the way and if you're not ready for it, it can catch you off guard. and Just different things. Um, so being aware of that is helpful, uh, and then just being and then being realistic with yourself. You know, and trying to what I want to talk about tonight is is visualization. Um, my job as a guide, as a coach, uh, especially in the next couple of trips that I'm going to be doing, is to visualize the adventure for the people. Because they haven't done it yet. So I have to visualize it. It's not me, per se, going through the canyon at some kind of uh, uh, fast clip. It's me going through the canyon at 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 a pace that's relevant to the individual that I'm with. I have to be realistic in that way. Now, if you're somebody who... Is attempting to do something uh, maybe a personal best you have to be realistic with yourself Um, too many people get themselves in trouble because they set unrealistic goals and then they panic when they get behind because you can't get behind things happen in the Grand Canyon it's a big place and trying to catch up can be a nightmare. I don't know how many times I've told people that slowing down slowing down will many times allow you to go faster. Let me explain it one more time. If I'm going uphill or I'm going on a relatively flat surface by shaving off 30 seconds or a minute slower per mile, think about it, across the box of the Grand Canyon, from Phantom Ranch to Manzanita or Pump House, it's nine miles. So if I go one minute slower per mile, that's nine minutes, less than 10 minutes. Let's just call it 10 minutes. So that 10 minutes, that 10 minutes could save me 15 minutes going up the north rim or a half an hour if I'm a little more fresh hitting the north rim. But if I go too fast, let's say I go a minute faster than I thought. So to make up 10 minutes, I could lose an hour on the north rim because I'm fatigued or have to rest the, the 15 to 10 minutes I made up, I have to rest because I'm fatigued. Get the picture? I mean, it's strategy. It's also ego. It's also planning. But these things do make a difference. And so when you're doing your visualization of what you're attempting to do, and th- that's for the people that have done it. That's for the people that have done it. Once, you can't do that until you get into the canyon and experience it. And the first time should be an experience. It should be an experience, not some record. Most people that try to go down there and try to crush it the first time never come back. They never come back, which is too bad. Which is too bad because they don't get to experience it. And that's okay. Believe me, there's plenty of people down there. <laughs> there's plenty of people that come to the canyon. And... um But I want you to visualize something that's realistic. I want you to look at maps. I want you to study um, elevation change. I want you to look at the weather report. All these things make a difference. I want you to be on top of your nutrition, be your hydration. All these things affect how you're going to do the canyon. And, and, And if you take your time, if you Planned correctly. If you visualize in an honest way, you'll have an opportunity to have a great experience. You might even have a great day time-wise. I don't know. But I know this. I know this. You won't be disappointed in yourself if you're realistic. Look, that stuff happens. I've been down there when there was a thunderstorm, I mean a rainstorm, coming back from the North Rim. What if I had some kind of number in my head? Oh, you need to make it by this... That would have been a disaster. Now, come on. It's the wilderness. If you get down there and you find that it's hotter than you know what, you might have misjudged it. I'm sorry. It's going to throw you off. And... And if your ego can't handle that, then you're in trouble. You'll struggle. But you've got to stay within yourself. You've got to be realistic. You've got to be kind to yourself. But at the same time, you've got to push yourself when you can and back off when you have to. And like I said earlier, maybe you have to go a little slower so that you can be a little faster. The goal is, the goal is, let's see if we can get you to Phantom Ranch on your way back from the North Rim with a little energy in the tank, a little juice in the tank, like I used to like to say. If you got a little juice in the tank, there's a good chance that you can finish strong with some energy, and that's all you want. And whatever the time is, it is, don't worry about it. No one cares anyways, I promise you. Unless you're Jim Wamsley or some Coconino Cowboy, it's not going to matter. It really won't. All right, guys. This is Coach Arnie, episode 64 of Epic Adventures. We're talking visualization. We're talking getting ready to do the Grand Canyon, rim to rim to rim. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later.